what up, what up, everybody? It's a Build Different Podcast. Myself, Sean. Leonard was supposed to join us, but he's ducking the smoke. I think he was a little embarrassed about his uh, the Raiders and also his uh, fantasy football team. So with that being said, Leonard, we'll, we'll catch you on the next one. But um, I want to talk a little bit about the big game. But before we do that, what do you think about kind of uh, – Rehashing the season, you know, we both have our, our teams. I'm a Bucks fan, obviously. You're a Dolphins fan. Uh, going into that and then also talking a little bit about the Fantasy Football League because um, everybody else was kind of ducking uh, ducking the smoke coming on here as well. So, um, Sean, just kind of reflecting on the season. I know we talked – we had like a preseason episode. What were your thoughts on uh, on, this, on the Dolphins' year this year? Uh, the Dolphins had a good year, I think. You know, they – they still didn't win a playoff game, so you know that's unfortunate. But um, I think by the end of the year they were so banged up, and you know, it seems like every edge rusher they had was injured. So I'm not entirely surprised they didn't win. Um, I'm not gonna blame injuries though. You know, if they still got problems, things to work on. Um, hopefully, you know, over the off season they can have a good draft and you know, kind of fix some of the issues they had and and hopefully go from there but uh i thought they had an okay season as far as the the season as a whole for the nfl i thought it was it was fine um seems like there was a lot of like backup quarterbacks and stuff this year i don't know what that was about but it was like it seemed like every team this entire season like the backup played a game at some point so um like half the games I turn on for like a Thursday night game and it'd be like like Clayton Toon versus, you know, someone like like Dorian Thompson Robinson from you know, it was yeah. just like like you haven't even heard of half of these people. But I mean not saying that they're bad quarterbacks, but um definitely, you know, not not the same level not the same names that you're typically accustomed to hearing, you know. Um yeah. But what about you? How do you feel about the box and everything? Um, I first gotta send out an apology to uh to Baker Mayfield. Um, you know, I started <laughs> I started in like our, our previous uh NFL related uh podcasts, uh saying I didn't think he was the guy and you know I I still, you know, I still have some reservations, but I mean, the guy showed improved, you know what I mean? He, he stepped his game up. He reduced the turnovers. Um, the team, you know, rallied around him. Uh, yeah, it looks like he's going to be the future Bucks quarterback. So, you know, hats off to him, hats off to the team and the coaching staff, uh, because everybody doubted us. I doubted us. And, uh, you know, we made the playoffs, got, got through that first game with Philly. And then, you know, had a pretty good showing against uh, the Lions, but, you know, ultimately fell a little short, but exceeded our expectations by all means. So, you know, shout out to the team. And I, I love the young building blocks we have. I love the rookie Cansey. I love uh, the rookie Diaby on the edge. Um, there was some, you know, Antoine Winfield Jr., amazing season. Tristan Wirfs moving over to the left side. Just, you know, he's a... He's a you know one of the best left tackles in in football. He start you know start off on the right, now he's on the left, and just I mean, no seamless transition. Uh, you know our offensive line was a little better. Rashad White started showing out. Um, you know I think uh, the future's bright, and just got to solidify some some pieces and some areas like you know 
I was looking at that that um, center that's coming out of uh, Oregon. It looks like you guys or Philly might nab him before we get to draft him. But um, I, I like that kid. The, uh, Everyone's talking about that kid. Like it's literally like every time I see a a mock draft, it's like that's like the person where it's like it's a center and centers don't usually get drafted highly, but everybody wants him. So it's like I feel like he might end up going even higher than like early. the Dolphins. Like someone might just say, take him and be like, you know what? Like, cause you see what like Philly has done with Jason Kelsey and like having like that, like really like stud center. It's like, okay, you know, you're middle of the line. You're, you know, you're quarterback of the line, really like the play, like the communicator and stuff. It's important. Yeah. He's, you know, I think Jason Kelsey, like big thing with him and he can pull, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's that's this kid's mo is that he he can pull and he's super athletic and he's big as hell you know for a son he's he's got some girth and some height on him but he was beasting at the the senior bowl so I'm like we could use that on the offensive line I'll, I'll take that I'll you know run behind him and but him behind him Cody Mouch and you know you can even put him at guard as well he didn't necessarily have to play center I think but yeah Jacks uh what's his name Jackson Powers Johnson or something like that I think it's Something like that. I I don't think yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's one hundred percent right, but close enough. Yeah, it's something with a you know two last names, but yeah, I like him. But yeah, besides all that, you know what I mean. Um, great season, NFL as a whole. Um, I love that we got some new talent at quarterback. You know, it looks like um, Jordan Love might. You know, I still need to see more, but he looks to be a pretty solid um, quarterback prospect. And then CJ Stroud, um, really happy for him and the first year coach over there, um, D'Amico Ryan. Um, that's going to be an exciting offense to watch. You know, he made the playoffs in his first year, got what to the to the second round, right? The yeah, they no, got to they the lost round. in the first to. They lost in the first round. Wait, no, they didn't. They beat Cleveland. They... Yeah, they beat. Cleveland. Yeah, they beat Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So future's bright there as well, man. I love. Love seeing the uh, young quarterback. And then, you know, the number one pick is with Carolina. And, you know, not that I want to say I want to see him not succeed, but it's like I'm glad C.J. Stroud didn't go to uh, Carolina. But fun season overall, way too many injuries. Um, hopefully that's not a, as big of a deal in the next year. But overall, fun year, um, exciting year. Bucks fan, I can't complain. And, yeah, I mean, I – you know what you were saying about Baker Mayfield. I completely agree. I've I've always been a Baker fan, actually. I, I you know I think coming out of college, he he got drafted by the Browns, and like sometimes you hear people like there was a guy Josh Rosen who was like, I don't want to be drafted by the Browns, blah blah blah. And Baker embraced it. He was like, you know what, like I want to be the guy that takes Cleveland to the playoffs to the Super Bowl, blah blah. Yeah. blah. And obviously, you know his time there started good and then didn't really end well and then he kind of bounced around a few teams and people were like oh he doesn't have it but I've always liked his his competitiveness he's very you know like I, I've always thought that he was very team first he wasn't like a a me guy like he just he cares about winning a lot you know like that's his thing so um yeah um yeah he yeah he's a competitor he's a fiery guy um and yeah, I respect that, you know, I respect any player that's like, I don't care where I end up, it's a privilege just to, you know, and they're like, I I can, yeah, this franchise hasn't been good for a while, but I have the talent to overcome that and I have the willpower to, you know, 
make the team better and I'll change the culture, you know, and people were worried about the drop off after Brady, but um, came in and galvanized the locker room and, you know, you know, Mike, hopefully bring Mike Evans back as well. And some of the, some of the free agents that we have, and yeah, it's going to be a great, you know, free future's bright as long as we, you know, Jason Light drafts, uh, keeps up the draft because we had a phenomenal draft last year. You know what I mean? Every like how many rookie contributors, and uh, we can do that again. Uh, we'll be in good shape. More than anything else, I'm number one. I think at anything we cleared a lot of that bad cap space, so we're not carrying like we're not kicking the can down the road anymore, which was my biggest thing. After you know, you gotta you gotta go for it. Um, like the Brady is, you, you go all in, but you know, you don't want to do what the Saints do and kick the can down the road every year. You're like 80 million over the, the cap, and then you just, you know, push, do these, uh, the, these, uh, financial gymnastics to keep kicking down the road, can down the road. It, it's, you know, I'm, I'm, that's probably the thing I'm most happy about with the Bucks is like clearing that cap space. Yeah. Um, I, I think the Dolphins are starting to move towards the kicking the can down the road, trying to win. You know, if you can get, you know, if you can get in a position where you can win, then, you know, doing it for a few years, I don't think is a terrible thing. I don't love the idea of it, you know, because it's like it sets you up for a really bad downfall and like years of potentially like bad years. So, um, but, you know, the Bucks kind of showed this year that like even with, being like very cap strapped, you know, with like, mm-hmm. I think it was like 30 something million of Brady money on there and things like that. Like they were still fine. They, you know, they managed. So um, definitely, you know, an interesting uh, thing. And then I was going to say another thing, I guess not for this season, but looking forward, a bunch of coaching changes after the year. Um, yeah. Some, some big names moving around. Bill Belichick no longer in New England. Yeah. Uh, Harbaugh coming back with the with uh, L.A. Chargers, almost at San Diego, but they're L.A. now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, how did you? What did you think of those of the coaching hires? Did you follow it at all, or you know, any any thoughts? Yeah, I'm always watching the coaching landscape, especially since we have vacancies in in our division. You know what I mean? Um, Atlanta and. One of your coaches got hired, right? Yeah, that was the unfortunate thing. The freaking Panthers were just interviewing all of our people. I'm glad one thing I'm glad they didn't get was our capologist. Um, because he's been incredible. That's how we were able to get out of this financial situation. But they weren't interviewing him for the GM position. And um he I guess they didn't hire him, so I'm like glad. I I would almost rather the offensive coordinator go than our capologist because you know this guy does some some major manipulation of our cap and gets it like you know I don't think if, if it wasn't for him I don't think we would have been able to you know fit in some of those contracts for the our Super Bowl run and then also to clear this cap space so but yeah we lost our assistant to to um to the Panthers and then our co- our offensive coordinator to the Panthers and then um Atlanta hired um Ray Morris. So I was like, cool. I was not the, you know, Belichick, you know, it's hit or miss, you know, whether he'd be able to go into a young franchise and make that big of a difference. You know, um, I, I don't know, you know, I don't want to write him off because Belichick is Belichick, but 
Um, I was kind of nervous, like, man, if he goes to Atlanta, is he going to turn them around? So I was happy with the the hires that, that went about um, in our conference. But, yeah, everybody else, like Harbaugh, I was interested in. I wanted to see where he went. Um, I wanted to see what was going to happen in Dallas with the Cowboys, and they, they kept Mike McCarthy because there was a lot of help about, you know, how their season ended. So that was, that was interesting to me. And, yeah, Coach, yeah, offseason to me sometimes is – just as much fun as the uh, regular season because I'm interested in seeing how teams are built, what the what the strategy is, and you know, just the dynamics of the the business side of it and the um, you know like the strategy side of the the team. So um, yeah, definitely followed that. But you know, beauty of the off season too is like you know free agency, seeing who you know gets picked up, seeing you know. What people get released and and then the draft i'm already as you heard at the beginning of this podcast about uh the center that i want i'm already um scouting uh the potential uh talent for the bucks and just seeing you know how the how the draft is going to stack out and see what teams are thinking or you know why they rated a guy high versus why they you know rated a guy low that type of thing it's always super interesting yeah for sure um and then jumping back, I guess, to last season, we can talk about the uh, the end of the fantasy football, uh, fantasy football league. Um, this was this what Leonard was ducking. Um, for in case anyone was really curious, you know, anyone who watched our our draft or anything like that, I won as expected. Um, it was it was not really that difficult. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I I was in first place the whole season and I coasted through the playoffs. I beat Leonard in the playoffs. I beat uh Kevin Sko in the playoffs. So um He also yeah. ducked you on the on the podcast as well. He didn't wanna you know yeah. there was a lot of there was a lot of trash talk and big you know, some, some big words thrown out and some uh some grand claims that were made that people didn't live up to, so um yeah yeah you know um it's definitely uh there was no you know there was no demar hamlin situation this year um for someone to claim that they didn't lose even though they clearly were going to so that was good um there was a trade in the middle of the season that that stir up some some controversy Uh, it screwed me over like twice a trade that sent tyreek hill to leonard so you know, Tyreek is is one of the best players in fantasy, but it sent the, Christian McCaffrey to my team. So the the week that you traded Tyreek to him is the week he played me, and that's the week Tyreek had like that what two hundred something yard game. I was like, damn it, Sean! Like, you want to trade him after? You know what I mean? Trade him after I'm done playing him. You know what I mean? So that threw my that threw that game literally through my season into in in turmoil because I think I was like on a two game winning streak or three game winning streak or something. I was on a nice little roll. I think it was that up to number three or four in our league. And then that game happened. It was just like I think I lost like three or four in a row. Um almost got beat by Mark who didn't log in uh <laughs> since week one. Um forgot his login information. So literally had a bunch of injured players and bi- players on bye week on the team and my my team didn't perform against his team, almost lost to him. So it's like 
that trade single hand I think that trade almost single handedly ruined my um my shot at the playoffs and maybe even the championship. So thank you for that. I, I think you if you had won you would have played me in the playoffs and it really wouldn't have mattered. So Yeah, okay. Um, okay. But yeah, that was that's a recap pretty much of the fantasy league. Um but yeah, I mean I think one of the main focuses of this episode was going to be to talk about um, this Sunday, the game, mm-hmm. the big game. Um, obviously, it's the uh, the Chiefs and the 49ers. Uh, 49ers. Do you, Ricky, do you have a – I mean, I know from talking to you that this was not a preference for either of these teams to make the play – or to make the championship for us, but – did you have a uh, preference on who wins this game or, you know, what are you hoping to see? I was – honestly, I was hoping for Baltimore and the Lions to get in when it came down to the the um, final week, the um, – Conference championship. Yeah, the, the yeah, exactly. So, unfortunately, you know, we've got two of the teams that have been in it over the past couple of years. If I had my way, you know – I would like to see the 49ers do it. Um, part of me is kind of the selfish part of me is like, well, we were, you know, the Bucks were the team that stopped the the Chiefs in the in the Super Bowl. You know, what I mean, maybe we can be the only team to stop them in the Super Bowl. But uh, on the other side of that, I just want to see somebody else win. I want the 49ers to win. I've always, you know, not that they're one of my teams or anything, but I've, I've never really had a any thing bad to say about the 49ers or dislike them. They're always a franchise I'm kind of like, always been kind of cool with, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I, I'm pulling for the 49ers. I hope they pull it off. And I hope more than anything else, it's just a fun game. It's not a blowout. You know, last couple Super Bowls, I think we've had some some good close games. Um, so that that's what I'm hoping for. It's just a good game. And I hope the 49ers are, are raising the trophy at the end of the game. Yeah, I'm... I'm definitely in the same boat. I wanted the uh, Ravens and Lions in the Super Bowl. Obviously, they both lost. I think I should just start saying that I want the team that I actually want to lose to win, and then like maybe the team that I want to win will lose. But uh, I'm rooting for the 49ers. I have two cousins, Kelsey and Chris, that are both 49ers fans, so kind of supporting their their team. Um, you got to watch the game with them. I believe so. They should be coming over for the game. So it's always um, it's always fun to watch it with people that have teams like horses in the race. You know what I mean? Because it makes it the atmosphere is more lively. You know? Yeah, last year was a little little odd because with the people we have over, you know, living near Philadelphia, we had a bunch of Eagles fans, but we also have a bunch of Giants fans, and. The Giants fans like refused to watch the Eagles play in the Super Bowl like in the same room as the Eagles fans. So like they had to go into a different room to watch the game because they didn't oh, want to watch it with the Eagles. And it was just like, wow, like, yeah. So they they're like they're over there cheering for the Chiefs like you know every play, and then the Eagles fans are cheering. So it was kind of you know, I mean it, I can't say that you know. I'm pretty sure that the Eagles fans probably did the same when the Giants were in the playoffs, you know, 10 plus years ago. So, um, it, you know, it goes both ways. Maybe not like so far as to not sit in the same room, but, uh, you know, 
that's just how it is sometimes so it's like when you can't put two species in the in a in a cage together or a, a, a fish uh fish tank together or something because they'll tear each other apart that's what that sounds like yeah so luckily this year i mean there's obviously my two the two cousins that are rooting for the 49ers but i don't think anyone's really a chiefs fan and that's coming to our party at least so um it should just be pretty neutral ground for everybody unless anyone's betting or putting money on things you know so um yeah but yeah i'm i'm definitely rooting for the 49ers although mm -hmm. i also like i think this may be andy reed's last year you know i've heard rumors of that um that he may be you know trying to end like retire after this year and i wouldn't be opposed to him kind of you know riding off into the sunset with a super bowl so uh i've i've had enough he can uh he's 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 won enough so i'm i'm not he's I, only I don't won. see why he would i don't he's see only why won he like twice well, that's good enough for me um <laughs> i you know what i i, I you know the, the the league needs you know i the league needs dynasty. Like I, I feel almost feel like a dynasty is needed in, in the league. Like, so I, you know, I'd like to see him keep trying and keep. You know what I mean? I, I hate to see people walk away when they're at the top and when they they. I feel like they have more to give. So from that standpoint, I wouldn't want to see him walk away. You know, I want to see what he could accomplish um, staying with the team. But um, and he's been but, a coach for a long time. Yeah, I don't know. Part of me. I'm like I want new teams to win, but the other part of me is like, see how far you can go with 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 this team. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Um, if he loses, he may walk away. But yeah, if he wins, who knows? He may come back and say, "Hey, let's let's um try and try and do the Belichick thing." Um, uh, speaking of Belichick, the other rumor I've heard is that if Andy Reid retires, that that's the job that Belichick has been wanting take because he's not he hasn't signed with anyone yet so uh, i mean he wants to attach his his horse to the uh to the best quarterback in the league again yeah i don't know if that's be an awkward one i don't know how to feel about that one um it would make the, for me it would make it very easy to root against the chiefs for the rest of the time that he's there so yeah the league uh, you know fans would you know the fans that aren't already ruined against them would turn on them. I think, but Patriots fans would be up in arms. You know, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, um, definitely. But um, what? So prediction, prediction, score prediction. Oh, Let's okay. end off there. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm Chiefs. We're not. I mean, they both have good defenses. They both have good offenses. Um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm I'm thinking twenty seven twenty one. I was actually gonna with, say with yeah. the forty niners winning. Uh no no no. Wait, I take that back. Twenty eight twenty four with the forty niners winning. You had twenty seven, I was gonna say twenty seven, um thirty one Chiefs, um with the 49ers winning 31 27 over the chiefs that's my my prediction okay. i could see that mvp I like that. I... mvp 
McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, I think he'll probably win it. I would be, I would be surprised if he doesn't at this point. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I think we probably talked about this last year when we did a episode for uh, the championship. But you know, what is, what are your plans for the game? Are you watching it with other people? Are you watching it at home? I'm trying to decide. I'm either gonna hang out with the grand the grandson, the godson. I don't have kids that have a grandson audience out there. Um, so, yeah, either going to watch it with him and my boy, uh, Ron, uh, his wife, Aureli, um, and RJ, go there. But I, I think we, me and a couple of friends planned on going to, this is like a new um, sports bar at a resort that looks really interesting. It's got a big halo um, set of TVs around the the bar area and then it um has like simulators everywhere basketball simulator golf simulators it's like a a really cool sports environment the food looks great like for me whenever i go anywhere public the tv situation has to be on point you know i hate going to places where it's like little tiny tvs and you got to stretch your head if there's tvs everywhere big screens and i can focus cool you know what i mean um or you know if it was a game i was more interested in I'd probably watch it at home, you know what I mean? If I had, like, a, a serious horse in the race, because I like to be focused. But, um, yeah, I'll probably do that or go into, you know, the downtown and watch it somewhere. But either way, um, I'm interested to – I'm hoping that there's some some decent commercials this year because I, I want I want to be excited about movies again and car commercials, releases of vehicles, and, you know, all the really cool commercials that – highlight something big that's going to happen the rest of the year or a product that's going to come out. So that's my other hope is that it's just not these stupid corny ass commercials that have been coming out the last couple of years and these sorry ass movies that, you know, they're just trash. So uh, that's the other hope. Usher halftime performance, I really could care less. I'm probably not even going to watch that. I barely ever watch the halftime show. I normally walk off and do something else. Um, I don't care about the performances. Yeah, I mean that that's usually a good time to get food. Um but yeah, I'll I'll have, you know, my family always has some people over. Um usually a good amount of people and you know, we watch it in the basement. We turn it on all the TVs in the house so people can kind of be wherever they want to watch it, you know, in the living room and my dad's man cave in the basement, you know. Um so people kind of spread out, but yeah, it's usually good good environment, good food, good people. Um so that's what I'll be doing. We do that's our uh, typical like boxing, you know, the hundred boxes where you, you know, each box has like a the last number of the score of that team. So you, you had told me that you guys do something like that. I couldn't remember. Yeah. yeah. So we do that, you know, hopefully, hopefully I get good numbers. I feel like I always get like the worst numbers. Like two is like a horrible number because it's like the game never like, Two never happens. Twelve never happens. Twenty-two never happens. Like, unless you get up into like the like forty-two or something like that, then maybe. But it just seems you like those numbers safety never. A safety or something weird has that. Or yeah, or something really field goals. Yeah, yeah. field goals so, maybe. Um, yeah, zero, one, zeros are always a good number. Yeah, yeah, ones. Ones are good. Yeah, yeah. Um. One thing I will say as well, like, I can't imagine the environment out there in Vegas for the Super Bowl. That has to be 
it has to be like a really, really cool environment for the Super Bowl. Because one thing I'll say about Vegas, you know, Miami is like, you know, it's away from Miami. It's like, you know, the Tampa, you're away from Vegas is very, you know, the strip is very clustered. So it's like everybody's kind of in the same environment. So I, I can only imagine um, the events, the concerts, the the dinners, the, you know, it's, yeah, it's going to be a Super Bowl to remember out there, I think. That city is going to make a lot of money this weekend. And they make a lot of money most weekends, but probably even more. So they're They're hitting it hard, man. F1. That you know, Super Bowl. Uh, it's they had the what the NHL, the Stanley Cup a couple years ago. Um, but yeah, just event wise, I mean, they're they're smashing it, man. Like I can't even imagine. Uh, you know me, I'm well, damn near a Vegas resident over the past couple yeah. years. I can't even imagine what that environment's like out there for Super Bowl. They had the Pro Bowl there last year, and I think it actually actually turned out to not be as successful as they expected because it. The Pro Bowl, I think, and they moved it back to Orlando, and I think one of the main reasons was, like, they wanted it to be more of a family environment, you know, places that, like, kids could go, you know, because kids love going, they love seeing their favorite players, and, mm-hmm. you know, in Orlando, you had the ESPN Worldwide of Sports, where you can do all, the, like, the mini games and challenges, so things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah, and you have Disney, so, like, people can make a trip out of it to be like, oh, okay, we're going to go to Disney, and then we'll see the Pro Bowl, and, and you know, that kind of thing. So, I think... I think it was a good thing because, you know, Vegas is not the most kid-friendly town. So, <laughs> just crazy things you see families out there. Like, I would not be bring probably bringing my kid out here. I mean, there's something for everybody out there, but still, there's things you see out there on the streets that kids probably shouldn't be seeing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, Pro Bowl I heard was a good. It went it, great attendance this year, and it went really well. And um they had a you know the flag football concept this year so i thought that was pretty interesting you know because it's all obviously going uh into the olympics as well the event men and women's um flag football but i like that they switched it because like the when they played regular tackle it was like none of the guys were going to tackle anyway now at least they can kind of like they're not going to go like 100 percent most of those guys because they don't want to get hurt but like at least now it's like okay like you know it's a little more fun to watch, in my opinion. I didn't even watch it. I saw, like, I was out, and I saw, like, I was just gazing at the TV, and I was still like, eh, I don't really care for this. True. All-Star games in general, just NBA is just horrible now, trash. I don't care for that. So All-Star games are just kind of like, it's not, they don't carry the same weight they used to. But baseball, I think, is probably, probably the best i would say i don't you know but yeah i don't know yeah with that being said sean um uh enjoy the the weekend enjoy the time of the family that's what it's all about is being around the people it's almost like a holiday you know what i mean yeah it's almost like some uh you know for our viewers that are out of the the states um it's a holiday in the u.s and uh, it's a time for eating well, celebrating, if you like to drink, if you like, whatever you like to do, it's, you know, uh, celebrating, watching the game in the final. It's sad because it's like the last time you watch the game until August of the following year. So it's just like, uh, it's, it's yeah. the start of like a bunch of Sundays with no football, which is brutal. I think, I think as CEO, you should uh, 
start a new trend of making the Monday after Super Bowl a, a holiday for employees. I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Sometimes I need it because it's just like I'm just like. Uh... I I think every person that I've ever known that like likes watching the Super Bowl is like why why is it on a Sunday and why don't we have off the next day? Like it's just. It's a big event, and it's like I don't know. Obviously, it's not a hol- an actual holiday, but something that a lot of people typically are drinking or out late or doing whatever, you know. So I still reflect on the Bucks, the Super Bowl, the Bucks one. Man, it was one of the most amazing evenings of my life. The food that we had was like incredible. The vibes were so ridiculously high. Like, man, it was one of the best days of of my life, and especially sports wise. Man, I reflect on all the time, and they were posting it on social media. I'm just like, damn, that was a good, that was an amazing February three years ago. Yeah, that's what that's what everybody wants. Every fan wants to feel what I felt that day, and what you know, Chiefs fans felt last year, and you know, that, and they did it in their own stadium too, right? Yeah, we were the first team to do it in our stadium, which was wild. Um, the halftime show was again just probably one of the worst ones, but yeah, in their own stadium, that's what made it even more crazy. Um, but yeah, it was. I don't know. There's always hope for next year. I guess every fan that's not doesn't have a team and is like, hopefully next year's our year, so we can feel all the emotions all these other fans of these teams are feeling. You know. Yeah. For so, sure. Anyhow. There's always next year. There's, here's to hope. Um, hopium, you know what I mean, as they call it. So, yeah, with that being said, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. As always, uh, enjoy yourself. Be safe out there, especially those going out and watching the Super Bowl. You know, like, comment, subscribe. If you guys got score predictions, put it in the comment section. And, again, thank you for uh, being extropians and following the extropian way. And that being said, um, you know, we'll see you guys in the next episode and uh, have a blessed weekend.